0: Here we are. Um, so we had an interesting past few weeks. Um, Whitney and I. Whitney got her COVID shot finally. A hey, shout out to Whitney, and she was dying last week. And so she was like, "Hey, do you want to like record by yourself?" And I said, "Sure." And then I just like got super stressed and had a lot of anxiety about school. And I was like, mm, "Let's not record the podcast now." And so I didn't. So we took a much needed um, physical and mental health week. So thank you guys for letting us do that. Um, I mean, you don't really get a say, but thank you for coming back (laughs) anyways. um, And so now I'm back. I'm doing a solo episode. Whitney's going to be doing a solo episode. Um, Probably not next week, but the week afterwards, because next week is Oscars and we have a lot of things to say about that. But the week afterwards. You can look forward to her having her own little uh, spiel of what she wants to say. Um, but for right now, you just get to listen to my voice for like half an hour. Um, so that's going to be fun. But <laughs> yeah, let's let's start off with our usual questions. How was my week? My week was a little insane. I have just been very stressed from school and I think just life in general. Um, I think graduating, uh, finishing your last class of undergrad, having your graduation ceremony and beginning grad school and beginning work, um, all within a hundred feet of each other, just like kind of messes with your head a little bit. And I think I went, just went through like a really big, like life transition and d- it didn't feel like it because I was just like in my bedroom the whole time and like in my living room. Um, and so I think, that is finally catching up to me cuz i kind of had a moment of like what am i doing with my life like am i really doing anything like yeah okay i'm going to grad school but like i'm taking two classes and then i'm working but like i'm not working full time because my job just can't hire me full time right now and like what am i doing like i i'm like not in a relationship like i don't have a actual career yet like I'm just living at home. Like, what am I doing? And I think that really started to get to me last week. And I was like having a moment with it, and like, which is good, because like sometimes you just you need to take a moment and just like absorb your feelings and like what you're doing. Um, but I had a revelation yesterday, and I saw. Actually, we're not really strangers. Shout out to them because they're the one who gave me this like revelation. Is <laughs> that they posted on their Twitter? They said, um. Like, oh my gosh, what did they say? Hold on, hold on. We're going to read this live because it was good. And I feel like someone else probably needs to hear this. Hold on. I'm pulling it up. Be patient with me. Hold on. Okay, okay. Here's what they said. Growth will also feel like loss. Remember that. And I was like, ooh, scrolled past. And then I was like, oh. And then it hit me that I think... I have been going through a period of grieving the fact that I am now no longer a full-time student, which, listen, listen, I know that that sounds like insanity, but listen, here's the thing. I think that it can get, it's very easy when the last, like, how old was I when gradu- I graduated graduated. I was 21. When, when do you start school? Like, four? I don't have kids, so I don't know. Um, So I can't do that quick math, but like, let's just say 18 years, like 18 years of your life, you are a a student. Like that's your main first identity, like not in a relationship. Oh, I'm focusing on school. Um, don't really have a ton of hobbies. Oh, it's because school takes up like all of my time. So the system chews you up, spits you out and you're like done with college. You have a degree. Yay. Exciting. But you're just kind of like, okay, but like, cool. But like now that that's like just taken away from you, like, like what do you like doing like what do you, what do you do and like understanding that a lot of hobbies that you can have in school are very school oriented like in high school I did a yearbook like what there's no like life year I guess there's no like life yearbook you know um so like i i think what i'm going through is just like a time of realizing like that like my time and what i'm spending it on has like radically shifted and I think to me that feels like emptiness when really it's I realized from that tweet thank you we're not really strangers um that I think this is an opportunity to realize that like I like there's so much like opportunity opened up now like now I don't have school so I can like actually focus on like hobbies and things that I enjoy the podcast we will be putting more effort into this I promise um or like I don't know like I got into like like, I found out, like, I I loved drawing and art when I was a kid, and I kind of just lost it and high school, like, I kind of did it in high school because I was in, like, AP art and all of that stuff, and I kind of just, like, lost it in college because, like, when do you have time to do any of that stuff, and, like, I've started drawing again, and, like, I miss it, like, it was so much fun, or, like, I've been journaling, and, like, I've been reading. Follow me on Letterboxd. I really like leaving reviews now because I feel really important, and when I have, like, a really funny one and strangers are liking it, it gives me so much serotonin. Um, my name? That's a great question. Um. It's just... Hold on. Hold on. Give me a second. Okay, well, I don't know how to find your username on here, so... Oh, wait. No? Oh, Kelly Wynn. K-E-L-L-E-Y-W-Y-N-N. Follow me on Twitterboxed. I leave fun reviews now. Um, I was really obsessed with movies in high school. Senior year of high school bit of a rough time. And instead of doing any of my responsibilities, I would just watch movies endlessly. And I would watch like, I don't know, like two to three movies a night. Like it was insane. And like, I've started doing that again. And I'm like, man, I miss watching movies. Like it's so fun. Um, cause you don't have time to do that in college. And like, you aren't going to get any homework done putting a movie on in the background. Like I know some of you guys think you can do it. You can't, I promise. Like it's, you're not, you're not being as productive as you think you are. Um, either you're ignoring the movie or you're ignoring your work. One of them is getting sacrificed, and you know it, um, or like even like I've been making so many more playlists on Spotify, and I'm just like, "Wow, like, you know i I have other things that I'm like like bigger goals that I want to accomplish, but like even just setting like smaller goals, like I have been working out a lot, which has been really fun, and I've been setting new goals for like things I'm doing. I'm gonna eventually start going to a gym. I'm kind of waiting for stuff to like calm down a little bit more with Covid to like feel comfortable." you know, going back because I don't want to put other people at risk and just be, like, you know, just because I'm vaccinated, everything's fine. Like, no, that's not the right attitude. So, I've been still doing stuff at home and, like, I've been realizing I'm getting, like, stronger. Like, workouts that used to be really hard, like, I do pretty easily now. Or, like, I'm not as sore as I used to be. Or even, like, shout out to a Lauren Geraldo, I do twelve three thirty, but I don't do it at three. I do it at like 3.5 and I bumped it up to 3.6 the other day because I felt like I was going too slow and I burned like 500 calories in a workout, which I had never done before. And I felt really good about myself and um, realizing like, wow, like that's actually like a goal that I've been setting. And like, I have long-term, long-term goals. Like I eventually want to finish like grad school by next year and, like, I want to keep writing, but, like, because I'm, like, accomplishing all of these little goals, I feel like I can make the bigger ones more, like, confidently. Um, so, yeah, I realize, like, I, I can't, like, I need to leave space for, like, accepting the fact that I feel like, um, there's been a little bit of identity loss with, like, graduating, and also graduating in the middle of a pandemic. Still need to remember that that's happening. Um, and, like, that's okay. There's room for that. And, like, it's okay to be, like, a little, like, you know, unsettled or, like, don't really know what you're doing. To all of my friends who are about to graduate, this is what you're going to be looking forward to. Take my words of advice now so you're not crying for a week straight like I was. Um, And just, like, understand there's going to be that, like, transition phase, but, like, seeing that as not, like, I'm not doing anything with my life, but rather, like, my time and energy um, like my time has now shifted and like, I can invest so much more time in like other things that I didn't have time to invest in earlier. Um, that's been good. And I think that, I mean, made me feel better for at least 24 hours. So we'll see if it, if it keeps making me feel better or if it's one of those things where I'm just going to be like, eh, never mind. <laughs> Life sucks again. Um, hopefully not. But I asked some of you guys for some questions um, about things you wanted me to talk about, and I got a huge weird mixture, so we're going we're to answer some of these. Um, so the first one is, what do you want me to talk about? Rocky Horror. So me and my friends went to a drive-in, um, a very small local, not really local, not local to us, but like local to the community, um, drive-in that was run by a non and we saw Rocky Horror Picture Show, which I, it's... <laughs> I have a small weird collection of movies that I have seen bits and pieces of but have never seen the thing all the way through. Forrest Gump being one of them. I've never seen that movie all the way through, but I have seen the entire movie from bits and pieces. I think Dirty Dancing and Either Pretty and Pink or Sixteen Candles. I got those two mixed up. One one of those. Uh same thing. I've seen the whole thing, but like not in order. So I just kinda had to like figure out what the movie was about. Um which with Rocky Horror that was quite an experience seeing what the movie actually was about for the first time. But um it was so much fun. I had never been to a drive-in. There had been a couple that were popping up around us and I had heard like it was really crowded. This one was very small, which was so nice. There wasn't that many people there. Um so it was like really small and like fun and like the person on the radio, because it was like run by someone who's there, um, like kept having us like do stuff. Like they would ask us to like honk our car horns during certain things or like play certain songs for like different themes and it was so much fun and then during time warp all of the like volunteers literally gathered behind our cars and were like dancing and like running between our cars and it was so much fun and they were so fun and like you could tell they really wanted to be there because they were volunteers i think i've said that like four times now but um they like genuinely wanted to be there and are people that genuinely care a lot about movies and about cinema so like shout out to them because it was so much fun and it was a great time. Um, we're actually going back on Tuesday. We're going to go see The Big Lebowski this time, uh, which we're very excited about. I have seen that movie all the way through, and I really recommend it. Um, it's it's really good. So, loved Rocky Horror. Again, never seen the thing all the way through. It was such a fun experience, and I definitely want to see it again. I really want to go to, like the, like, the shows of it that you can go to, because I've heard that they're, like, a whole experience just by themselves. Um, so, yeah, hopefully we can do that sometime soon. Um, Whitney commented that she wants me to talk about my happy birthday, Kelly horse sign. So, um, didn't think I was going to expose myself this early on the podcast, but tragically I was a horse girl growing up (laughs) and I can't even say it with a straight face. Um, I really liked horses. Uh, thank goodness got bullied out (laughs) of, Um, but I have a sign that says happy birthday, Kelly, and it has a bunch of horses around it that my parents got custom made for my like eighth birthday, probably. Um, and it's wonderful, and I've saved it because I really want to put it up. I was going to put it up for my 21st birthday, and then COVID hit, and I had a Zoom birthday, which was depressing. So hopefully for 22nd, um, everyone that I want to be there is fully vaccinated. So we think we're gonna do a little, little fun, little celebration and it might get brought out again, so we'll see. If it does, we'll definitely post about it because it's really funny. Um, someone asked me to talk about my thoughts on Nick Miller from New Girl. Um, Unpopular opinion. I love him, but he stresses me out too much. Like, I, I think that I'm a pretty put-together person. I, like, get up. I make really good breakfast. I'm really good at making breakfast, which I feel like is a sign of a well-put-together person, is when they're, like, able to make a good, healthy breakfast every day. Um, I do my homework. I go to my job. I work. Um, I work out. Like, I try to go to bed somewhat early, normally by, like, 10 30-ish. Um, and I'm financially responsible. Like, I'm pretty good at, like, having it together. And Nick Miller has a great heart, but the fact that he is so disorganized and, like, chaotic, I think it would stress me out too much to be around him, which would not be healthy for either one of us. So, I'm sorry, Nick, but you can stay with Jess. Um, I I really like his character, but I just could not be friends with him. Um, I will also say, I feel like they kind of butchered all of the characters by the last season of New Girl. Spoiler alert if you've never seen New Girl. um, I just feel like all of it ended up, I don't know, it kind of felt like fell apart, which I was really sad about when I was watching it. But that... I have a very distinct memory. So last, um, oh, not last, not 2021 um, Valentine's Day, 2020 Valentine's Day, um, me and my parents got like extremely sick and like all of us and like I live with them. So like that's how they ended up getting really, really sick is because I got really, really sick from Whitney and then I gave them whatever weird flu cold that we had, which like it was a little, it was a little sus. Um, considering that like COVID was also floating around, but, um, it was the sickest we've like all have ever been in our lives. It was really bad. And normally I try to do things with my friends on like Valentine's day. Cause we're all single Rip. Um, it's okay though. Friend love is just as important in your life. And we were all just like super sick and out of it. So none of us did anything for Valentine's day. And my like backup is like, my parents will like make dinner and like watch a movie and it's still like, you know, still something. Um, but they were literally asleep for like 24 hours and I was like semi better. So I ate leftover spaghetti and watched new girl and went to bed by like 9 PM on Valentine's day, which was really sad. Um, so I just forever have that weird, sad association with new girl. Someone asked, um, what is my least favorite Jonas brother? I don't know. I was never, like, super into the Jonas Brothers growing up. Shocker, I know. I was a weird kid that was like, I'm not like other girls and, like, only listen to, like, 80s rock. um, And, like, wasn't super into a ton of, like, teen stuff. Like, the only, like, teen or t- what? Teen? No, Disney Channel. The only, like, I wasn't super into, like, Disney Channel or, like, Nickelodeon stuff. I did a little bit later in life, but I missed like Zoe 101, Drake and Josh, like that era. Like I just totally missed it, which is a little sad. But um the first like I guess like age appropriate thing I really got into um was Hannah Montana. But um so I never like really got into the Jonas Brothers that much. I just was like, no boy bands, only 80s rock. I was born in the wrong era. And like I can't believe I was really like that at like (laughs) eleven. Um but I was. Um, I will say though, my knowledge of 80s rock came in handy because that is the only way I passed Spanish too. Uh, the teacher, he ended up being like a long-term sub. Um, he really liked 80s rock. And then I think I was wearing like a Pink Floyd shirt and he was like, oh, do you like like Pink Floyd? And I was like, yeah, I really like Pink Floyd. And we just started talking about like 80s rock. And then he really liked me afterwards. Um, like he would always like, just talk to me like about like 80s, Movies and music and stuff. And even now, like, every, like, if I, like, you know, run into him, like, going to the grocery store, he's always like, hey, how are you doing? Like, still very nice. So I always think it's really funny. um So it came in clutch, at least, like, my, like, I'm not like other girls phase came in clutch, at least for that aspect of my life. But uh I never, I'm trying to think, maybe, what's the one that, like, is <laughs> the least popular one? Is it Kevin? hold on. Uh, here's some nice, some nice ASMR typing for y'all. Yeah, probably Kevin. Sorry, Kevin. Um, (laughs) this is a weird question. If I was alone in a room with three men, what three men would I feel safest with? Um, Well, any of like my close guy friends, like y'all know who you are. I don't choose guy friends easily, so like I I wouldn't be friends with someone who I like wouldn't feel safe with. Um, uh, definitely Chris Evans. He just seems like he has good, good energy. Like I just I trust him. Um, Chris Evans, probably keanu Reeves, just because of like all the stories that have come out about him that he's like a gentleman and like such a nice guy um so that's good who else as much as I love him probably not Jake all. I'm sorry he dates women that are like 20 years younger than him and that's really weird to me um who else I'm like having my brain just like broke and I can't think of another man I don't know um Whoever the guy that plays Schmidt on New Girl, or just Schmidt in general, yeah, probably those three. They seem like good people, and they all seem like they'd have a very interesting energy, like together in that room with me. Um, so that's interesting. I was talking to some friends the other day, and I was telling them that, like, genuinely, your personality is what makes you attractive, because if you really think about it, like Keanu Reeves. Chris Evans has a very like basic looking face. Like he's not like someone like that I like look at and I'm just like, "Wow, like how did God make you?" It's like okay, like he has a pretty like basic face. Schmidt also like to a point, but like it's about your personality because if Chris Evans, like something came out that like he was like a jerk, like he would not be an attractive guy. But like it's because he's nice that like it makes him attractive. Same thing with Keanu Reeves. I know when he's going to fight me on that. But um Like, your personality really is what, like, makes you an attractive person, and I found that out by, like, the men that I have, like, crushes on, like, in Hollywood, because a lot of them, like, aren't super conventionally attractive, but it is about, like, the fact that they are known for being, like, a gentleman or, like, being a kind person that I'm, like, oh, okay, like, they are attractive. So, focus less energy into, like, what your face looks like and more about, like, how you treat other people. I promise you, it's, it'll work out better in the long run. Also because. Being a nice person and having a good personality, you'll never age out of that. like you can age out of like your looks, I guess, but like you'll never age out of having a good personality. Um Whitney wants to know my opinions on each <laughs> different milk, so she says this because I'm lactose intolerant, big rip um it's it's a struggle. You don't realize how much milk is in everything you eat until you're not able to have it. like there is genuinely no dessert, I guess maybe, like, pie, but, like, I'm not a pie person, that, like, just is not to some degree, like, milk-based, like, that you wouldn't need to, like, substitute, like, something in it, like, I, it is so hard, I can't find birthday cake that isn't, like, the frosting always has, like, some type of cream or something in it, and I can't eat it, um, so we're gonna have to figure that out for my upcoming birthday, but, um, My favorite milk is actually from a local coffee shop that they make their own in-house like plant milk and it's so good. They have an almond cashew milk and I just go for the almond cashew milk because like well I guess also their coffee is really good but like I don't know what it is about the almond cashew milk but it is one of my favorite things in all of existence. Um I really like almond milk but it's not great for the environment which sucks. Oat milk, pretty good. That's my top one. I drink it. That's my, like, regular milk. Coconut milk is good on occasion (laughs) just because it is, um, has a very strong taste. So, like, you're not wanting to taste coconut. It's not for you. It's not great in, like, all types of cereal either. Um, coming in dead last is skim milk because here's the thing. If you're going to be milk, at least be whole milk. Whole milk is better than skim milk. Um, that's it. That's my opinions on milk glad I'm spending my time doing this today. Um, someone wants to know my opinion on Max and Ruby. I grew up watching the show and I really liked it. It was really cute. Um, I like the art style of it. That's it. That's my only opinion of it. (laughs) Um, thoughts on Taylor Swift's new album. Well, I guess not new album, but like fearless. Um, okay. So I fearless was like, the album that introduced me to her. And I've been a fan of her since then. I became a fan of Taylor Swift when I heard a guy skateboard by me at the beach when I was like eight, nine years old and he was singing You Belong With Me. And I asked my cousin, I was like, what is that song? And then she showed me and then it was all uh, downhill from there. <laughs> and now here we are crying to evermore at two in the morning. Not really. I'm normally in bed by then, like 10 PM. And, um, So, like, that was, like, the start of, like, my Taylor Swift fan stage. I have a very interesting opinion of her now. I'm a big fan of her music, but her as a person, I'm a little, like, back and forth on, just because I'm not a big fan of, like, the hashtag girlboss energy. Um, She's not my favorite, and I feel like she could be using her platform to talk about more important things. I feel like just the way she picks and chooses things to talk about kind of bothers me a little bit, but... To each their own I guess um but I definitely really supported everything she's doing with re-recording her music especially with like how everything went down with like her original rights and all of that which like was such a terrible thing like it was really sad kind of growing up and always hearing about like her record label and like you know how they found her and discovered her just to find out that, that all like ended really badly it was really sad But, um, I was definitely a little sad when she was talking about doing the re-recordings because I was like, oh man, like I liked her original version, but I don't want to give these people money. Um, and I was really worried it was going to end up sounding super different and it sounds basically exactly the same. Her voice is just a little bit different and I feel like to a non-fan, it sounds exactly the same. Like, well, it's only because I'm a fan and have listened to these songs so many times that like I know the like small vocal differences that are happening and also because like I'm a musician so I played a lot of her music all the time and so like just very subtle things I've like learned I can just like kind of hear like the difference in um but for the most part it sounds exactly the same and I really liked her bonus tracks that she released um so that was really exciting to see not a big fan of the cover art mostly because I'm not a big fan of like just the hairstyle that she has going on right now um I do miss that it's been really interesting artists do not put the t- the name of their album on the album anymore and i kind of miss that like having that kind of all blended together it, it looks really cool um so i kind of wish that we could bring that back a little bit i think the last one that i can really think of that did that for taylor was lover yeah so her last two ones haven't and i kind of wish we could bring that back because it's like you either need to have a really iconic photo um or it needs to like have the name on it like I think it's really interesting that we're just kind of creating this like picture collage of like album covers now instead of having like the names on them. So if you're out there and you're a musician, bring it back, please. Um But yeah, I'm interested to hear her the rest of her recordings. Although I will say her fans are like already driving me really crazy. And the fact that we have to live through this for like five more albums, I'm not looking forward to it. Or four more. Yeah. Um, so that'll be interesting. I am also a little disappointed because I wanted to collect all of her originals on vinyl, and I only have a few of them now. Um, I only have her first one, and then 1989, Lover, and then Folklore, and I'm eventually going to get Evermore. So I'm missing a few, and that kind of messes up my collection because I can't find her like other ones anymore, which kind of sucks, but whatever, I guess. just wanted to have a complete album set, and apparently we can't do that anymore. Although, can we talk about how like weird record sales have been? like for like vinyl, like so many of them keep going out of stock and like aren't in stock. And then like, I don't know why artists, like so many people got into like vinyl collecting over quarantine, which is like super cool. And like, I got a better record player over quarantine to like listen to them. And I just like, I don't know. I feel like, and just like nothing's in stock. Like (laughs) you can't find anything. And I was hoping it would kind of get better after Christmas. And like, not really so I don't really know like what went on there but hopefully we can start getting some vinyl back um one of the ones I just bought recently well I didn't buy it but it was an extremely early birthday present because i had been looking for it for forever I got Swimming in Circles which if you don't know is the box set of Mac Miller's last two albums um Swimming and Circles (laughs) because you can get that from the name um it's like I saw it at a local record store and I wanted to get it. And then we went back for it because my mom was like, oh, we'll get that for your birthday. And then it wasn't there, which was really disappointing. And then I saw them post that they had it and we were both home and I was like, let's go. So we like ran over there really quick and bought it. And she was like, well, since you already know we got it for you, like you can just start listening to it. So I've been listening to it a lot in the morning and like, it is just so, it's so nice. And like, I haven't been a Mac Miller fan for very long, but like those two albums, just like, I love them so deeply and just like, had such an instant connection with them that I really wanted to get the like box set. And I really like the like way it's designed and everything. So very excited to have that in my my little collection now. Um, Too bad this is a podcast because I could show you my record collection. I have some cool things. Stolen a couple of records from my dad's collection (laughs) that he had when he was younger. Um, A lot of cool stuff. It's a good thing. It's a thing in my family to like really take care of your stuff and keep stuff like preserved and we all kind of have some anxiety about like keeping stuff nice because his records are very nice and are still in very good condition. So now it's my turn to take care of them. Um and they just kinda of, like disappear from a little place in our living room and I listen to them. Um so can't give a record tour on the podcast, but just pictures, and like cool stuff in there. Um but yeah, I think for the most part, that's all... Oh, I just hit my microphone. For the most part, that's all I had for you today. Just decided to ramble for a few minutes. Um, We'll see if Whitney's is any more interesting than this. Probably not. I dare her to try to make it more interesting than this. Um, But I need to go finish stress writing a 20-page paper that I have to give a presentation on tomorrow. We'll see if I get any sleep tonight. Um, Send good energy and good vibes for that. Manifest, I can... Um. That I can finish this in time. I had an interesting discussion in my like leadership group about manifesting and whether or not it can be religious. I think it's religious. I think sometimes just telling God I want this in my life can be good for you. Um, so manifest, that I can get this done for me, please. Um, other than that, we'll see you next week, and hopefully, I have some stuff to talk about with the Oscars, and hopefully, the Oscars create some drama this year. That'll give us some. <laughs> some interesting stuff to talk about for the podcast. But other than that, I will see y'all next week. Thank you for hanging out with me. Goodbye.